coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Second hour of old school. Uh, it's been the interesting conversations that go on. That's all I can say is that you know, in rooting for, for programs and rooting for stuff to go on, um, mindset is important. Like how you how how fandoms get get <laughs> get in their space and stay in their space. Right. But the the idea that. Other than winning national, winning Big Ten championships, is would the fan base be satisfied with anything less than? Yeah, they would. They'd be satisfied, but I think you're asking would they be like borderline going crazy if you go to the Big Ten championships four years in a row and you lose? Mm-hmm. Any any fan base would. I mean, look at Michigan's right. I mean, they're banging their head against the the wall. Well, they couldn't even get to the championship. Game. Well, that's they what I was about to say. In the, their Big Ten championship is Michigan. Right. Right? If you beat Michigan, it doesn't matter if you lose to, like, Appalachian State, you beat Michigan. Mm. So that's their Big Ten championship. So, of course, you, you're as a fan base or alumni, you would be upset. Um, now, would you be – like, if you're asking – if you're a true – like, there's, there's not too many fans out there that would be like, I would rather be where we're at right now versus going four times. Everybody would be okay with going four times, but you would obviously be going stir crazy if you go four times in a row and lose. You got to think back before I even got here because everybody besides myself, as far as my uncles and my dad, went to the University of Miami. So it was almost a guarantee Nebraska was going to always play Miami in the Orange Bowl because mm-hmm. they'd win the Big Eight and you know so forth and so on. But I knew that they that we always kind of knew that Miami would you know beat Nebraska. So that was that's kind of like the same thing. You make a huge bowl game, and Nebraska probably, if they beat Miami, they might have been able. You know, if they had other things go right, they could have won a national championship before, or Coach Osborne would be able to win a national championship before. I don't really remember, um, but that was always kind of like the deal. So, yeah, you you'd be upset that they haven't got past that point, but you're not going to be like, I'd rather be, you know, not even making it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'll say this. Obviously, Coach Osborne and those guys adjusted, found out what works, went and, went and figured out a way to make it work here, and then obviously, you know, the rest is history. So, um, you know, I always say the great ones adjust and figure out how to take losses and learn. You know, I'm a firm believer that uh, after we beat the breaks off of Tennessee, they were they came in, they came up during the spring and, and copied everything. Because I have a lot – one of my best friends played on the 19 – 98 Tennessee National Championship team. And he said when they got into winter conditioning and, and everything and summer condition, they did exactly what we did. They even had a big old fullback wear 45. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and then they end up beating Florida State, and I think in the Fiesta Bowl and with Peerless Price. And my best friend is his name Sean Bryson, who was kind of like a he was eye back, kind of fullback, and we played together in Buffalo. And so we, had, you know, we'd spend a lot of time talking about it. So, um, yeah, the fans would be going crazy around here. I would be as an alumni, like, dang, we won it four times and we ain't won it. But you know, like I said, before I'm sixty, I'd like to. Have a nice time. I'm assuming it being in Indianapolis, a nice time going to the Indianapolis. Have a nice St. Elmo's, you know, they have shrimp cocktail and their in their sauce and steak and go to the game before going conclusion that we're gonna be on the other side of a of a beatdown, that we're gonna be doing the beatdown. Would the same be said for winning a Big Ten championship four times and then going to champion going to playoffs and not winning? So like Notre Dame? Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to how you lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And are you realistically getting better? Like, I think when Oklahoma goes, they just keep doing the same thing, and they don't – like, they haven't gotten any better. They always I, lose by, like, ten points. Or they, more. They, they, get, and they, it, it, they, they start getting, like, blown out, and, and then, then they, they come, come back, all the way back. Which is fake. Yeah, and then they lose. Whereas, like, Notre Dame – They've kind of grown. You got to think from the time that they had Manti Teo and they went through the thing with his fake girlfriend and they played Eddie Lacy and those guys and they got destroyed. Rolled. Then to then when they, you know, got, you know, beat up by Clemson and then the next year they played Clemson, they got a little bit closer, so forth and so on. So you kind of would, you can kind of sell that you see some progress and adjustment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we might need to do this. You even see Clemson. The first time that they stepped out there into the big arena playing against Alabama, what Dabo say? You know, we got to get we got to practice more physically in the lines and we got to get better. Mm-hmm. Well, flip the switch. They did that, won a national championship. Then guess what they did? You know, in between Ohio State, think when when it, when they played Ohio State that year and they beat Ohio State what 24 nothing. It was their offense and defensive line that won them the game. Now, granted, they had Deshaun Watson and all this other stuff, but it was their offense and defensive line. Right? So you'd say so you if you learn from your kind of embarrassing moments, then I think fan bases and the people that really actually watch the game can be somewhat okay with it. If you keep doing the same thing and think it's going to work, like if Oklahoma thinks you're just going to line up and throw the ball all around the yard against Alabama and not play no D, it's going to be the same story. But isn't it more important for them to figure out how to beat all the Big Ten, Big Ten teams rather than – and then doing whatever crapshoot you have with who you're going to face from the SEC – the mission and the, Are you the, talking the about all, yeah, well like yeah the, the, of the course. priority would be to win the Big Ten West and then the Big Ten itself mm-hmm. and then whatever happens after that people's issue with Notre Dame is that they weren't affiliated so they could set their own schedule and they didn't have to be accountable to anything yeah they would play one good one hard game a year and right. then they kind of but if you come from the Big Ten to me Nebraska should figure out how to win the Big Ten West. And that means you've made a, a series of choices where you got better at the things you need to get better at. Mm-hmm. Then you can focus on, okay, now we got to figure out how to beat Ohio State, Michigan, which is another thing, right? Then you, after that, once you figure that out on a consistent basis, then you, whoever you get from the SEC is whoever you get. Yeah, but all that will be taken care of. If you win the Big Ten West, because you because you get enough variety in the Big Ten, the Big Ten's good enough that you're going to be ready to play. You you should be portable to go. You're, you're, when you're talking about Oklahoma and Notre Dame, you're talking about two teams 
that at well not Notre Dame anymore, but Oklahoma that plays football significantly different mm-hmm. than everybody else and has not changed. Right. Whereas Notre Dame tried to play it way different and has changed. So when you so but and we're kind of skipping through what Nebraska needs to do to even be in that conversation because we're talking about teams that's already in the conversations and how they can kind of you know bridge the gap and would you be frustrated? I'd be more frustrated as an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Knowing I'm going to turn on if we play Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, I know we're going to get just beat up in boat race. And, yeah, we might end up losing by 13. But realistically, it was never really close. We're going to put up some good numbers. We're going to put up great numbers, and and we're going to have a number one quarterback. We're going to do all that, but we ain't going to have a chance to win. Versus like where Nebraska needs to do, I think, you know, if you you consistently are – beating Iowa or or Wisconsin, Iowa and or Wisconsin, and you're consistently going down to like the last like I mean schedule permitting the last two or three weeks in your schedule as the either the front runner for the Big Ten West or in the hunt, you know, where you can control your own destiny or you need like one thing to happen in order to get to Indianapolis, you're gonna be more ready to play the other side of the 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 coin or other side of the the conference. And then once you get there, yeah, you might have to tweak some stuff, um, but the gap won't be as big as as like you know Notre Dame or as as a Oklahoma versus Alabama right now. Through through all of that, the question is: Will the fan base be satisfied? Is there any level of success that would make the fan base happy? Right now, yeah. If Nebraska won the Big Ten West, <laughs> would 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 that be enough? For now. Oh, oh for, for now. now. Oh, for they now. would act like – I mean, it would be – so if Nebraska went from 3-9, and nine, mm-hmm. let's just say they went from 3-9 and nine to 9-3. Nine and Because mm-hmm. I don't know – what was Iowa's record? Was it close to that? Like 9-3. 9-3, right? Got to be close to it. Yeah. yeah. So 9-3, and 8-4. And, and they're in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I would look at you crazy if you're not – wouldn't be ecstatic at it. Because you're actually – would that because that would – what that would tell me is you aren't not only – continue to do what you did somewhat decently, you know, in two, 2021, but then that you that you improved extremely at the things that you were extremely weak at. Mm-hmm. So whether it's red zone offense or I call it conventional running game, offensive line play, say it's pass rush, special team, whatever whatever the eyesores are that you flipped your roster or flipped your 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 uh, record and then you're then you're you can't then you're saying okay well we need to go from three and nine not even in, in eligible for a bowl game, mm-hmm. right? Not even the five win like Rutgers, right? You know you're not even eligible, you know, but for, for a, a for bowl. A, somebody backs out, I guess we're gonna. You're call not even you. eligible for a bowl game, and then we go to the Big Ten championship and not and, and say I guess you're assuming that if we lose and you're you're talking about there hasn't been progress or mad, then you're just looking for a reason to be mad. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. You're mad for no and reason. There's, and you know what? There's plenty of fans out there because. One of my, um, I guess, colleagues or friends, uh, well, two of them. One, Lester Towns had uh, GA down in Alabama. Another friend that is a, a like an Alabama crazy fan. It's crazy. He's from he's originally from Baltimore, and for whatever reason, he's an Alabama fan, and he's a Raider fan as well. So I still haven't figured out. That's weird. I think he's just Ken like. Well, maybe that's it. yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, because 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 an ideal vacation for him yeah. is to go camping with like. No electricity to go out and take his kids out there and huff it. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, his nickname yeah, is yeah, yeah, Like, we are in 2021 here. Yeah. You're like, you know, you, you can stay at a hotel. You got to get, get ready for when electricity he, fails. Yeah, yeah. But he said there, there's, there's, 
believe it or not, obviously there's not they don't get a big voice, but there's still fans that complain about Alabama's success and kind of in a roundabout way or like want Alabama to lose, but they call they dress up as Alabama fans. And I'm and there was there was guy there's there was fans or fans, media members, even when I played that were waiting for the bottom to fall out. You know, um, mm-hmm. I I was dumbfounded. Uh, Jason Peter told me that I would never forget this. And um, me and Jason were somewhere, and is and I won't say his name. A media guy comes in, and uh, rhymes with Biffle. No, what, no what, it wasn't. It wasn't. If it was simple, I would say it because I had already busted his chops. But he he, he he's a Omaha Metro guy. Um, I don't know if he's still involved, but at the at that point in time, he walked in and we were must have been talking about football or you know, and there was a few guys around, and he was like, "Hey, that's the dude that you know voted for Michigan over Nebraska." And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, I thought he was joking. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you not see us beat all these ranked teams all year long? Like, mm-hmm. and then you only saw then you saw Michigan only beat like one, and then barely beat Washington. Like, it just would never register to me that it. That you watched us play in '97, and would vote for us to get number two, and we didn't lose a game, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like we had one. You know what I mean? Well, then, like ten minutes later, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Jason, were you serious?" And he looked at me like, "You didn't know?" Well, first of all, I didn't pay attention to that stuff. I figured like we were winning and as a championship. I mean, we're we're undefeated. We're national champions. We were. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it was. So I didn't think. And I would never correlate anything like that. A, a guy that watched us probably more readily than Michigan else. would vote against us. And he was like, yeah, and explained to me the story. And I was like, dang. I, and, and that doesn't mean that he's not pro-Nebraska, but it also lets you know that even though that, that say, us three are, say, you know, we worked for Lincoln Journal Star and you worked for, at that point, Daily Nebraska mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. Omaha World Herald – that we all could be watching the same game, looking at the same thing, and just for whatever reason, you watch a game team twice, you'd be like, yeah, that's better than the team that you're mm-hmm. we've watched twelve weeks or thirteen in weeks in a row or fourteen because we won the big, you know, twelve and X, Y, and Z. It happens. It it's all hilarious. We'll throw it to break here because we got to get four segments in. I'll I'll ask the question then. What was wrong with ten wins? I'll ask that question. Ten guys, wins win. You get you guys can give you the answer. Ten and wins for Iowa? For Nebraska. What was wrong? Oh, you're talking about with Pelini. With Bo? What was wrong? Man, come with on. Ten? See, you you must be in a mood today for we're, we're, we're listen asked, here. Look at that. Look at this dude over here. We're He's gonna in a break. Mood today. We're gonna come back. He's you can give your answer. The pot. <laughs> you're listening to old school with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.